Joey. Hello, Mike mm-hmm. Lawson. And hello to anyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We have been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week. And also, because I, it's just not going to happen in time, happy seventh anniversary, Mike Lawson. Oh, really? It's going to be, by the time we record next, we'll have passed seven years of doing this. Oh, we started this. in January? Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah. And what's up with, like, um, the feed? Are we going to have access to episode one? Oh, Somewhere? it's funny that you say So, according, okay, so everyone should know there was this huge drama. Huge. Yeah, gigantic, very interesting drama. In fact, uh, I heard that uh, this J.J. Abrams wants to turn it into a movie. But We should start a podcast about this drama. <laughs> yeah. This, oh, my God. It would be like uh, one of the greatest podcasts of all time. No. <clears throat> For months, people were bitching about how they couldn't access the first 95 episodes or so, right? So I, Two people. Now, it was two people. You're right. So, um, and one of them is blocked. So... <laughs> So anyway, uh I uh but I you know they think I'm doing nothing, right? But I immediately messaged uh our provider Anchor. And I'm not even joking, that was like in November or something like that. And it basically we finally got it resolved kind of. Uh, a few days ago we were like yeah, you know what? Never, we fucked up. <laughs> we lost all your episodes, right? And mm-hmm. actually, John Arts is here in the chat room. And John Arts, so I put a, a, an alert like, "Hey, everyone, we need those first ninety-five episodes. Uh, we, you know, because Mike and I don't have them. Why would we keep them, right?" And um, John Arts said he had them, and he's going to put them on a flash drive for us. I'm seeing him for coffee anyway next Tuesday. He was going to give it to me. But uh, Mike realized we could sign up for our old service again, and if we did, we got access to our old episodes, and then Anchor could fuse those together. So uh, Anchor is in the process of doing that. You know what? Let's do a test right now, because they said it was going to take a couple of business days. But while but while you're telling your story, I'll see if we, it'll play. So you might get uh, uh, interrupted there, Mike Lawson. Okay, but, so um, while I'm telling my story, you'll go do something. Yeah, uh-huh. Cool. While you're telling your story, I'm going to go do yeah. other things. No, 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 no. We'll do it right Why now. Why do I even do this anymore? Because <laughs> you, you love uh, it, Mike Lawson. No, no, no. I can do it right now. I'm already in the page. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to scroll right down. We'll go to episode, we'll go to episode 21 here. I don't even know what happens on episode 21. Um, I, someone dies. I won't tell you who. Here we go. Hey there, podcast listeners. <gasps> Mike Lawson. When I hear it, it's the oh! most depressing thing. It's there. 
I did cool. take a movie of a. All right, so everyone, big announcement: episodes numbers, episode numbers one through ninety-five are back on the feed. You can go back and listen to uh, Rod Kyle stories. Jose, oh God forbid! Too bad those episodes are gone, Mike Lawson. I mean, they're back. <laughs> Good thing they're back. Now we can all relive Jose and Rod Kyle. Yeah, great, great. <laughs> those, those great memories that we have. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> what's up with you? What's new uh, in your world? Do you have stories to tell me, Mike Lawson? This story happened to me, and I immediately thought of you. Now, here's the funny thing. Is last and the reason I thought of you had to do with like oh I have a story to tell Mike Lawson not because you were involved in the story at all. I, last night I was going to sleep and I go oh I have two stories for catching up yay go to sleep thank God you know go to bed because I lose sleep if I don't have stories for catching up. Yeah. And meanwhile, while I was plugging in my microphone, I was like, I wonder what I'm going to tell him. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so this morning I wake up and I'm like. <clears throat> I need to get coffee, you know, before I do the show. So on my way to McDonald's to get my coffee, I'm like, what was the fucking story I had to tell Mike Lawson? And then I get my sausage McMuffin and hash brown and the coffee and, and all this stuff. And I'm driving back and I'm like, what was the story I had to tell Mike, Mike Lawson? The story, mm-hmm. I remembered it, has to do with going to McDonald's, Right. Ugh, it's awful. I remembered my story about going to McDonald's while going to McDonald's. Okay. What? Okay. Well, tell me. So I'm waking. I wake up, right? And my mom doesn't make me breakfast. Rarely. Make me once a week, if she does. Like, not make me personally breakfast, like for the family, right? But this morning she wakes up, she goes, I'm making breakfast for the family, right? I'm like, oh, great. Yay, me, right? My glass. And she decides to make my least favorite breakfast. Well, actually, no. I actually do like this breakfast. I don't like the way she makes it. All right. It's a Mexican breakfast. It's nopales. You know what nopales are? No. Cactus. Right? Oh. Okay. It's chopped up. Believe it or not, cactus is really good. Especially like scrambled with eggs and vegetables and like peppers and stuff like that, right? But the tricky thing with with, uh, cactus, like okra, is it can get very slimy if not cooked correctly and can be disgusting. I cook it correctly. So when I make it, it's cooked correctly. And the eggs are just right and everything, right? Some people do not cook it correctly because they insist on doing it the way they remember their grandmother doing it, right? And mother, so comes, you don't cook my eggs properly. Mother, my cactus and eggs are not cooked properly. What is this? And I storm out, right? Yeah, your life is real tough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I uh, go, you know what? Uh, I don't want to hurt her feelings. So I go, I have to, I have to get coffee, <laughs> right? Yeah, and she goes. We have, you have coffee right here in the refrigerator. I gotta get coffee at McDonald's. So I, yeah, bye. Right. So I drive to McDonald's. I do get the coffee there. I do, and I have that right. I do love me the iced coffee from McDonald's. Okay. And um, but I also got myself an egg, a sausage and egg McMuffin, and a hash brown. And I love how that's my form of dieting because I'm not getting two sausage and McMuffin and eggs, <laughs> just one. All right. Uh huh. And, um, but on the drive back, I don't finish it on time. Because my mom's like, all right, well, I'll just make the breakfast, you know, whatever. Yeah. I don't finish it on time to get to the house. So the way that my house is, the way you would drive into my neighborhood, you would make, you'd make a right into the neighborhood and the first left, you would go to, and right, that goes right to my house, right? 
So what I do is I pass that first lift, and what that does is it makes a giant loop around the entire housing community, right? Yeah. And then drops me off on a random street by my house, okay? So that's what I do. I'll go, okay, that'll give me more time, enough time to finish my food, right? So I am stuffing my face with this McDonald's sausage McMuffin and egg and the hash brown going around this loop. So you're not stopping, you're just driving a longer way. Yes, driving a longer way, but basically going around in a way, you'll see it understand in a second, I might have to explain it more in a second. Okay. Is So then I go around, I come back, all right, and when I do, I can, you know what, I, I made a map for, I told Taylor the Latte Boy this story, let me go to his, uh, it's right here, I, I sent him a, a photo of a map that shows you here, I'm going to send it to you right now, um... But when I come around, my listen, I literally bump into my parents on a walk. Okay. They see me, right? But uh, let me send you the picture first. Maybe you can explain it better than I do to the audience. So my so my parents go, what are you doing here? And I go, so I just send it to you. The red, so you're going to see what you're going to see, Mike Lawson. And I'll post this in Discord, too, for everybody. Oh, maybe I shouldn't because that's my house. <laughs> On it. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind. You're not going to get on Discord. But um, but you see that red line? Yes. Okay. So if you look closer, you'll see like a blue X. Yeah. Okay. The blue X is where I should have turned. So, But instead, oh. I went around a loop. And when I came back around, the green is where I bumped into my parents. Oh. Right? So everyone should see. So they go, they go, what are you doing? And I go, um, they're like, I go, I'm going home. And they're like, but why are you coming this way? Because as you can see on the picture, Mike Lawson, that would be a way no one who's ever coming from getting coffee would ever yeah. go. Joe, I think this is easier than you're making it, but please continue, and I'll tell you what I would have said. Well, no, Lori Roddenkamp actually helped me with a lie. And I, they go, why did you come this way? Yeah. And I said, I said, what are you, I said first I go, what are you guys doing? They're like, we went on a walk. We were waiting for you. And I went, oh. And then I go, they go, why did you come this way? And they go, the street was blocked. And they go, what happened? And I go, I, I don't know. And then I just drove, right? Okay. Lori, God, Lori's such a good liar, right? Is she said, you should say that the house at the bottom of the street was moving and the moving truck was blocking the street. Oh, yeah. I would have just said I was on a phone call and it was taking longer, so I took the oh. long way. Or I was in the middle of a song that I wanted to hear oh, or a podcast. Yeah, that, those are good ones, too. I got to say that I just for took next the time. long way. <laughs> yeah, that's a good idea. Because especially since right there, right when you go up that hill where you see I lose reception. So they would yeah. get that. If I said, oh, I was going to lose reception, so I decided to go this way. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Okay, next time I get uh, food and want to <laughs> hide it from my parents like a fat <laughs> fucking pig, I'll remember these lines that you're teaching me. Oh, my cousin Roxanne is here. Hi, Roxy. Roxanne. Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's a great story. <laughs> yeah. More evidence that Joe's a fat fucking pig. All right, go ahead. Next. What's your story, Mike Lawson? Um, I So I wanted to tell you about I went... Um, you remember the therapist that I was kind of seeing? Oh Are yes. You there? Oh, 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 what you were kind of seeing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Or that I'm, yeah, oh, like yeah, hanging yeah, yeah. out with. So uh, he went out of the country for a bit, 
um, like over New Year's and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I saw him for the first time since he got back recently. Yeah. But he was like, oh, I would really like to see you. But I also have like dinner plans with two of my friends. How about you join us Mm -hmm. this night? Right. And I so I say yes. Mm -hmm. But when I get there, Joey, it's. Uh, another couple, so it's like a double date. Cool. Oh, okay. Uh huh. Which, whatever, I'm okay with. But he has like a group of friends that are like really tight. Like mm-hmm. it's five of them, so yeah. two couples and him. Mm-hmm. I feel and like they, wait, before you go on, I feel like Steve had similar situations. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, so he has this group of friends that are like group text, share everything. Fly uh, two of them moved to um like Denver and they like will fly to see one another a couple times a year. Oh my gosh, like, they are really tight, they're just really tight, yes. Mm-hmm. And whatever, that's fine. But then I'm like meeting these like really good friends when we're like casually dating, you know? Mm-hmm. So it just felt a little bit weird like yeah. that. Um, but we get there and it turns out it's one of the couple. It's a lesbian couple. Mm-hmm. It's one of the women's birthdays, or the, her birthday had just passed. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. So this is like a birthday dinner, oh. which <laughs> I did not sign up for. Yes, okay. Uh huh. I hate these. Okay, so we're eating, <clears throat> and it turns out that the the birthday woman is also like she used to be an executive chef, and now she like runs a food related nonprofit. Super smart and really cool, but at this restaurant, she's, like, ordering everything, right? Oh, like, yeah. Uh-huh. We we would like to try all of the appetizers kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. And, and which is cool. She, like, was really into food and, like, was mm-hmm. helping us really enjoy it. But then I'm also thinking, like, it's her birthday. She's not paying for any of this. Oh, that's true. Good point. And so I'm just kind of annoyed by that. But then get this yeah uh towards the end of the dinner um the therapist mm-hmm. who i'd like to start calling rob oh all right um it's not his name his name's actually super googleable if you type his first name and therapist it's a weird name his name therapist is super googleable? oakland oh really yeah if you, if you just type it into um google you'd find him oh really oh interesting i've tried <laughs> um so rob Mm-hmm. Is like okay, it it's time, and uh, we're gonna give you your gift. So he gives like a card, and she like uh, opens it right there, and uh, he's like, okay, it's our tradition. Mm-hmm. Um, tradition. And they like turn to me, and they're like, we have this birthday tradition where if it's somebody's birthday, we have to go around the table, and everyone has oh, to say no. what they appreciate about the birthday person oh god okay and then uh the birthday person has to tell all of us what they are going to leave behind into the old year and what they are going to pick up in this new year okay, okay wait hold on before you say anything though this, i'm yeah. sorry this this is raising the question does the therapist instead of step in and go mike you know what don't sweat it you're, you're new you don't know her nope okay <laughs> go ahead um, I should also say he, uh, he, he was out of the country for the new year. I told you, mm-hmm. uh, his family, he has like a very large family. They get together every year and like 
it's his mother's siblings, all of their kids, Mm -hmm. all of their kids' kids, right? Like, all get together in one place in the country, and they have a night where they go around and every single person Mm -hmm. explains, like, what they did in the last year. Then they have a separate night where they get together and they talk about their goals for the new year. Mm Mm-hmm. And during that gold night, they like there's like a uh, secretary who will stand up and she'll give notes about what you said your goals were last year. Uh-huh. His family does this for fun. It's not like a corporate retreat. It's for fun. So oh my god, he's into this kind of shit. Yeah, I should also say he's really good at it. Like he's a therapist, so he like looks you in your eye and he like will say you know once you told me and he'll like quote something that you said yeah well therapists are good at that stuff yeah yeah, he's really good at it so but let me ask you a question because you're not going to get to them sure when you guys meet up for the first time in the new year does he go how was your year mike are you like i was getting uh, i was fucking a personal trainer in the cabin yeah that's actually a little weird so i i just tell the truth (gasps) oh because you're the ethical slut yeah so I went to, I just said, I went to a cabin. Who'd you go with? Oh, Jeremy. He's my friend. That's not an untruth. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Not an untruth. And so he, he kind of asked, like, what we did, and I kind of explained. I didn't say the sex part. Mm-hmm. But I explained, like, where the cabin was and the challenges of it and what was good about it and everything. Yeah. So, okay, back to this table. All right, everyone needs to go around the table and do this. Who wants to go first? Mm-hmm. And I, I'm i like, you know what? Mine's probably going to be the shortest. How about I'll go first? Yeah. You say, <laughs> if you announce you, this, you're upfront about it. Yeah. I was like, well, you really know how to order expensive food. No. <laughs> 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 um, so I said something like really kind of bullshit. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm kind of new stepping into this group that's like it really has like a type bond and i appreciate that you like have asked me questions and tried to incorporate me in a conversation mm-hmm. i appreciate that next and so they go around the table by the way the the remaining two people are her like best friend and then her partner so of course they're going to say really deep stuff yeah and rob the therapist he goes next and he makes uh her cry makes her like, cry joey like the waitress came up to the table to see if we needed anything saw her and just turned around like she was like not my moment (laughs) yeah so she's like crying um i guess she had like a i don't there was like something some sort of this is i'm so out of place joey she had some sort of like trauma in her childhood that she just sort of like has started to deal with oh my gosh yeah, and it's all coming out at a table. Oh, my God. And I'm just sitting there on my hands like, I, f- I don't even know. How- I forget your name, you know? Like, yeah. That- that's how little I know you. Did you raise your hand and go like, excuse me, I'm a sociopath. I can't handle and- this. <laughs> I wanted to. Uh-huh. Um, so I just sat there and like listened. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much it. And then she kind of goes into like, what she wants oh her partner also is going through like uh ran they just bought a house and they're just dealing with a lot of stuff and Mm -hmm. it was heavy and i was like ready for like a very casual date and maybe a blowy you know (laughs) did you get the blowy (laughs) 
No, we were at a restaurant and then well, we went what, home. I oh, went you didn't. Home. Oh, you didn't go home with him. No, it was yeah. a. a hey, were long you like? Restaurant. Were you like? Look, I'm not even going to be here next year. Yeah, I wouldn't well, even be at this thing again. How did he react? When you told, how did he react when you told him about the, the Rob? I mean, the not, how did Rob react when you told him about the trainer? Um, the trainer's name is Jeremy, by the uh, way. Oh, okay, how did he react when you told him when you told him about Jeremy? Well, I just, I I wasn't like vague, but I wasn't like I want to talk about this. So I kind of just gave details, and then we moved on to the next thing. You know. All right. I feel like I handled it well. It sounds like you did. I might. I don't know. I might need to have some sort of, I don't know, come to reality moment with the the therapist guy, but... You mean come to Jesus? Who's Jesus? Breaking news, Mike Lawson. As you know, it's our seventh anniversary here at Catching Up, and as I do every year or I have for the past few years, uh, we redo the lyrics of the theme song I have received during Ooh. the course of the show. I have received said theme song. Are you ready? By the way, this is the first time I'm hearing it, because I literally got it while we were doing the show. Are you okay. ready to hear? We're going to be hearing it for the first time, even though I wrote the fucking lyrics. We're going to be... If you, what if it's bad? What if I know. you need to edit? I, well, he said, tell me if you need anything, so we can, okay. we can decide. Yeah, here we go. The new lyrics. Catching up with Mike and Joe. Now it's time to start the show. Your thoughts. Hello, Joe. <laughs> Hello, Mike Lawson. <laughs> hey, does was there no um There were no backing vocals on some Luke of them? Luke Stamen says it's a little bit harsh. I agree. Like you're you dig in on yourself really heavy. It's so there. funny that you say that. I wrote when I wrote the lyrics to Rich, I said, I'm afraid this is a lot darker than usual. Yeah. Like, but I said, I'm, well, I, I was saying specifically, I'm running out of things to rhyme with gay. And so now yeah. I went to like John Bonet. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Poor John Bonet's dead in heaven, you know? And I'm, I'm like making fun of her in a catching up song about it. Yeah. Here. But um, also, there's some backing vocals that need to be. I was going to say, there's no backing vocals. Uh, on all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll, t- I'll email um, But that's the. Meanwhile, that's... Carlo, by the way, is like Googling John Bonet right now. <laughs> Um. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Everyone. Everyone in the chat room is saying that. But I feel that all of them are really harsh towards me myself. They are harsh, but this one was like, I don't know. It, it felt real, like a deep cut. It's it's a dark. It's a dark theme. It's a this year's theme is really dark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look. Yeah. Also, uh, I mean, I the Asian thing is a worn out joke too. <laughs> Is it though? Yeah. Is it though? 
I mean, I don't want to shit on the work you just did. I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, honest with you, that might be the last one because I'm running out of. Unless I, if you think about it, we also wrote one in the middle of the year for when we went to Patreon. Like I've literally run out of things to say about us. That's why I'm, I'm getting so mean. Next year's yeah. going to just be like that fucking asshole Joe Batanz. He might just kill himself. You know, <laughs> it's going to be like, <laughs> what else can we say? <laughs> Anyway, Mike Lawson. <laughs> From the mountains to the sea oh, to shit. all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Now, Mike Lawson, I don't know if you have any news stories or not, but the the only news story I want to talk about, and maybe, and I think you would have a lot to say about this based on what I know about your social media, is I saw that this Gavin Newsom, governor of California, Gavin Newsom, Wants California to get into the pharmaceutical business. And we're going to like, uh, I think the plan is for us to like team up with some generic drug makers. And ca- basically you can buy, buy in California, you can buy a California brand of generic drugs available to anybody in California. And his hope is to, that it will help drive down um, hospital costs, which I have a story about that, to be honest with you. I'll tell you in a second. But, um, what, but I'm assuming this would qualify for insulin too or no? Yeah. The problem with insulin is like developing a liquid uh, drug kind of like follows under different rules. Okay. So with like a tablet or like a capsule, you can say like put in X amount of this and X amount of that and it equals this drug. Therefore, I can make a the same recipe. Mm-hmm. But with a liquid, they whether it's true or not, the law basically – makes it difficult to create a generic. That's mm-hmm. why you have no generic insulin. No such thing exists. Mm-hmm. Um, but but and but but, uh, but how come Canada has it cheaper? It's the same drug, though. That's why it's so ridiculous. Is the insulin in Canada is the exact same insulin that I'm uh, that costs hundreds of dollars here. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. get for twenty or forty bucks there. It, it's so funny that you say that because you know I didn't tell this story last week, but it's better for to me to tell you anyway. So this John Paul. Okay? Yeah. He goes to Paris with Evil John, right? Oh, yeah. And I'm going to be vague here on purpose. You know, kind of want to give too much of their story away. But on New Year's Day, Evil John has a medical emergency. (laughs) Okay? I know. Do you know about this story already? I'm going to be vague, but they were in the hospital. Yeah, no, no, no. Um, Yeah. No, but I'm not saying what he was there for, you know? Right. Medical emergency that requires emergency surgery. Yeah, okay. in a foreign country. In a foreign country, he was in France, required an emergency surgery that, yes, and that he would have died, okay? And in fact, it was so close, god damn it, that, um... It's <laughs> uh, not funny. I know, that he had a stick. You know what's really creepy? You know, okay, I'll tell you that in a second. So anyway, um, you know, I don't have to tell you that off the air. I'll tell you the story off the air. Remind me to tell you off the air. Okay, so, um... He has to stay even longer in the hospital than usual. Like, usually, anyway. So now John Paul has to, he's telling him he has to extend his stay in, in Paris for another five days, and yada, yada, yada. And he's telling me about this. This is on the weekend, last weekend. He's like, and I don't know if, you know, I don't know what the France medical system, do they charge us, and what and what, what does my insurance cover, right? So he goes, I'm going to call my insurance company on Monday. And I'm like, okay. And then I look, I Google it, and pretty much in France, 
it, unless you're a French citizen or you have a special, not even just being in the EU, you have to have a special card that you apply for in the EU. Those are the only people that are covered. Everybody else gets charged full price. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Evil John was in the hospital for six days, right? Six days, Mike Lawson had emergency surgery. John Paul calls his um, insurance company and they're like, well, you have to put up the cash, but we'll reimburse you. So he's like, okay, well, I'm going to get reimbursed. So they check out, okay? Mike Lawson, here's my question. Six days in the hospital in France, emergency surgery, okay? Yeah. What was John Paul's bill? If it was the U.S., it would be like, um, I would say five digits. I think it was in the U.S., it's oh, six digits. Six days in the hospital with a surgery? Yeah, I oh, with a surgery, I guess we're right. It's, he got full um, price. They didn't give him any break at all. Um, but I guess I'm gonna guess low, and I'm gonna say eighteen thousand. Eight thousand dollars, Mike Lawson. Oh wow! Eight thousand. I'm cool. like, well, I'm, well, that's parking here. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. No, this would have been like three hundred thousand dollars or something like that. I think I, I think in the in the neighborhood of one hundred fifty to three hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. You know. Um, um. Back to the California drug thing. Wait, were you done with that though? Well, the point I was making is. We have a fucking problem in this country. I mean, it's a crisis level of what's going on. Yeah. Thank you. I agree. Um, I actually, I think, well, uh, I agree with you. I I wonder, or I, I'm glad that this exists. It's not going to help kind of me, me much, mm-hmm. but <laughs> but yeah. I, I think that it's um See, I thought insulin right would direction. get covered. I thought insulin would get covered. Yeah, it's like there's like a weird there's like something called biosimilars where they're trying to say like, oh, maybe it's not the exact same insulin, but we could still make it. And um, the drug companies can change insulin just a little bit um, right before like the the patent becomes like publicly available. So like there's like just shit that happens. It's I don't really understand the business, but I think that that's part of it. And I feel like. I try really hard to understand the business and I don't get it. So like imagine how complicated it must be. You know what I mean? Can anybody go to Canada and buy the insulin? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. Yeah. Not to be insensitive, not to be insensitive here. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm merely asking to find out, not to be insensitive. Yeah. If it was a matter of life and death, it's not that hard to get to Canada. Yeah, but it's not <sighs> Well, A, if I'm running with elevated glucose levels, I'm not thinking perfectly straight to mm-hmm. begin with, A. Yeah. But B, it's not like somebody's like, you know what? I'm just going to die. Here I go. Mm-hmm. It's rather they are restricting insulin, trying to take the insulin that they have and mm-hmm. making it last longer. Mm-hmm. So they're doing risky, dangerous things. Mm-hmm. And maybe they just kind of calculate incorrectly or like nobody trains you how to make your insulin last longer. So Mm -hmm. they just make kind of risky choices that result in death. That's how they're dying. It's not like they run out of insulin and they're just going without. They've got it. Once again, this is a question from ignorance. Yeah. Is does Medi-Cal or what what, what does Medicare, what's the Medicare version outside the Obamacare, but for people who are really poor, does does that cover insulin? 
Yeah, it does. So then, um, who are these people who can't get it? And, and again, I'm not. I'm yeah. not asking to be like, ooh, totally. get it. I'm just like, well, like in 2019, I can name off like 15 people I know of that mm-hmm. died because they were restricting insulin. Mm-hmm. And I would say of the 15, at least a dozen of them were about the age of 26, like mm-hmm. oh, tw- you know, 25 uh-huh. to 28 year olds, people mm-hmm. who have. Like in weird, um, A, financial situations, you know, most of us were poor during that window. Mm -hmm. But B, also they're like falling off of their parents' insurance plans or they're getting enrolled in their first jobs insurance plans, which are usually shitty insurance plans with Mm -hmm. high deductibles. Mm -hmm. So it's it's a a certain type of person really that's dying of this. But, I mean, I've also heard of um, seniors dying because they're – they're uh, rationing their their insulin. Like it's not just young people, but it's a lot of people like that. And it's people like there's people with families who are deciding to spend. You know, they're buying their kids' medicines before they're buying their own, or they're rationing their own because they're trying to afford everything else for their family. So yeah. I've even I mean, people who have like a thirty dollar copay for insulin that's still you know a burden on some people. Well, families. there is like a weird. I remember I was there for a while. There is a weird. I guess uh bad spot of Obamacare where like when you hit that right, when you hit that um there's a point where like you make too much to really get the benefit, but you don't really make enough to where it doesn't hurt. Does that make yeah. sense? And so you're just basically paying full price and there's just nothing yeah. anyone can do about it. And the, I was there when for I it went sucked. I, I was hospitalized because I was rationing insulin um kind of in the early two thousands yeah. when I was in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And my situation was insurance related, but also there are like some safety nets where like the drug companies will help you get their medicine for free because it's bad PR to say, you know, people are dying because they can't afford our product. Mm -hmm. But the problem with that is I left Southern California and my previous year's tax return said I was making money Mm -hmm. and I moved to Phoenix where I took a big cut. Mm-hmm. And I was uninsured and my like with my income, I didn't qualify for mm-hmm. those sort of programs because my previous year's tax return said I was doing OK. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Like just because like I, you just not everyone fits into yeah. all of these pro safety net programs really well. Yeah. And the I don't know the solution. I feel like there's a lot of Band-Aid solutions, but like. This is, a, I think, a really big problem. Yeah, it sure is, Mike Lawson. Anyway, what's your next story, Mike Lawson? Um, none. Oh. <laughs> well, man, oh, wait, are we doing news? Oh, yeah, uh, you have a news story. Oh, okay, go ahead. Joey, the iconic indoor-outdoor cafe floor, mm-hmm. more recently just called Floor, uh, at Noe and Market, was weather, uh, has weathered storms and ownership changes before... But over the holidays, this place, which is kind of like a really, I don't know if well-known is the right term, but like well-used place in the Castro, quietly shut its doors Mm -hmm. and posted a notice saying that it's become an event space. Uh, Have you ever been there? Joey? I I don't know. What is I don't know, basically. It's kind of just like a little restaurant cafe. Um, They might have a bar. I don't really know let me look at where it is well, let me see yeah let me go on google uh, Maps here because it's kind of a just like a always been there always open sort of place i've certainly like had a couple dates there i've met a couple 
people up for, you know, a quick coffee or something there. I feel like anyone who knows the Castro has been to Cafe Floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the ownership changed in 2016. That worried the neighbors, but it made it up until now. Uh, Is it Floor like F-L-O-O-R? F-L-O-R-E. Oh. Yeah. I guess they opened in 1973. Been around a while. Um, I don't know. Prime location, really, but uh, it's kind of a shame. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah. I think, I, believe it or not, I think I've been there with you. Not impossible. I mean, yeah. like, it's kind of in that I area. I one of my trips to, um, that's why, I was, that, this is the place I was thinking of when I, uh, is this the place I went to with you? I feel we've been here together before. It's the place I was thinking of when you said it. So I'm going to say yes. I've we peed across the street when Carla was there. We didn't We didn't walk on that side of the street. but We did? Yeah. No, we walked on the opposite side when we went to like a pizza or something and took a piss. Oh, okay. Then maybe I haven't been there. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Uh, well, that's too bad. What do you feel about that? I mean, it's sad. I kind of just wanted to mention it because I felt like it's like a chapter closing. And I'm sure some of our listeners who uh, every once in a while will get emails where people are like, I used to live in San Francisco or Mm -hmm. I visited San Francisco often or Mm -hmm. whatever. So peace of San Francisco gayness is closing. But do you feel that's kind of happening in the Castro or is Castro still very gay to you? Oh, I think it's really gay still. Um, but I, and, I, I mean, there was nothing like explicitly gay about Cafe Floor. It was just like a. No, I understand what you mean, but didn't, didn't you and I have this conversation where, like, even in the years since I've been there, it's changed. You know. Yeah, maybe. I mean, there's a lot more tech bros. It's getting expensive to live here too, mm-hmm. so there's not like a twenty-year-old gay community. Mm-hmm. It's like. People who could afford to live here or people who are in rent-controlled apartments and have been here for a while, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> so that changes kind of the the vibe and the mm-hmm. character. Yeah. Sure. Well, that's too bad. Yeah. Goodbye, Cafe Floor. We hardly knew you. What's up? With, do you have a news story? What are you doing? I did my news story about the drugs with California. Oh, good story. Thank you. <laughs> um, but I will tell you this. So speaking of health and whatnot... You know, Lori and I just started a new podcast here on Patreon called it's a it's a limited series, only eight episodes, called the Pig Pig P I G Crew, the Pig Crew. Okay, yeah, it, I saw it on my feed because I'm a Patreon subscriber. Thank you. And what we're doing because you know we did a show last year called Fat Camp. Okay, and for some reason, Michael, I'm going to tell you something. Lori and I, I mean, we like doing the show, but we stopped doing it because we realized for the six months we did it. Not only had we not lost weight, we had both gained weight. Okay? Mm-hmm. So we were like, okay, this shows up obviously accomplishing nothing. But also we realized, we, you know, there's only so much you can talk about. You can't do a whole show about, you know, every week about your weight loss process, you know? So when we were rethinking it, we uh, decided, well, why don't we recap a show that's kind of about weight loss and use that as the structure? And then, you know, we always bullshit for 15 minutes. That could be the weight loss part. So the pig crew is that we're recapping a, an Australian show. It's available on Netflix called um, "Bringing Sexy Back." Okay, <laughs> and but in the first fifteen minutes we talk about weight loss. But one of the things we really are going to try and lose weight, as evidenced by my McDonald's trip today, 
Yeah. And um, but what was important to while me, you were thinking about your last McDonald's trip? Yeah, while I was thinking about my last <laughs> McDonald's trip. But what was funny was uh, what I want to do very seriously this year is I want to do things correctly. So not only weigh myself, but everything official. So what I've looked into is um, getting hydrostatic uh, body fat testing. Do you know what that is? Not really, no. They put me in a tub of water and they let me float to see how much – to separate the fat from the muscle. Gotcha. Okay. So and if I, you sink, they burn you at the stake or something. Actually, I think if you sink, you're winning because I think it's all muscle. But um, I went. I did it last Thursday. Now, I'm oh, going to cool. give the results on the pig crew on the next episode of the pig crew. So listen to episode two of the pig crew if you want to hear the results from that test. But I wanted to tell you about the process of going. It was – so what's funny is – I thought this would be <clears> – I was doing some research in it. I couldn't find a single place. I was like, oh, my God. I knew there was one at UCLA, but it seems like it's a pain in the ass to go all the way to UCLA to get you know my body yeah. fat tested and blah, 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 blah. And then I don't know how Lori found it. There was one at Mount Sac, which everyone knows is right by my parents' house. Cool. And they charged $30, and I made the appointment. And I went over to Mount Sac, and what's so? So they're like, okay, you have to show up, and like, I can't have any lotion or gel on because they're gonna put me in a tub of water, and I can't eat two hours beforehand. And but they're like, but then they also say you have to come prepared to be dunked in the tank of water. So I got swim trunks. You went and bought some, huh? You went and bought some. I already had some. Okay. So I got swim trunks on, and I. Uh, I do want a shirt. Can you be taking it off? I had to bring in a towel from home, right? But the point is, I had to walk through because it's not like on the edge of Mount Sac. It's like <laughs> in the campus, right? Uh-huh. I'm walking through, and like I'm wearing like shower shoes, you know. I'm walking through this Mount Sac, looking. I'm just all I need is like a rubber ducky and like uh, goggles and a snorkel. You know, I would have put it in a backpack. But the towel was in the backpack, actually. Yeah. The towel was in the backpack. But I am wearing trunks and t shirt and these shower shoes, which I guess isn't too I know I'm I know I'm in my mid forties, but I'm saying it's not too different from what the kids are wearing anyway, right? Yeah. To school. So I go there. Here's the other thing too. It's big old fat pig Joe, right? The place is right next in fact they even say that as a, as a as a point to how to find it. They go, It's right next to the swimming pool, right? So now I have to walk by the swimming pool. Oh, because then I can't find it. I can't find the door. And I'm trying to open all the doors like a lunatic. And I'm and so like I'm like, oh my god. And every and everywhere walking around me is this like water polo player. And they're all like six two with like zero percent fat, you know, and they're like ripped. And I'm like, ugh. And I'm I, I am with my backpack and like fat pig trying to get dunked in a tank of water like a witch, like you said, right? I can't find. So finally, I call the guy Patrick, and he's like, "Oh, I'll come get you." So he has to come get me and walk me to the building. Then they're all, in, and it's in a workout center, and then they're all young and working out. And finally, then he goes, "Just go in this room and just like get changed." And then I'm like, "Okay." So I take my shirt off, and then he comes and he he does the thing where he takes the calipers and measures your fat. Yeah. Right. And he's like measuring the fat on my man boob and then like on the side of my thing and then my thigh. And you, you can tell it's just awful, right? Yeah. I even said, what do you do with women? Because I'm not sure they don't was, measure their boob. And he says, you uh, you do the arm, part of their arm, right? Was he hot? No. He was like, uh, like a, he was a 60-year-old, I mean, in shape, oh. but like a 60-year-old Latino man. 
If he was hot, how would you have reacted? Would this have been difficult? I don't know. That would have been awful. You're right. You know what? The fact that he was like a 60-year-old Latino man made me feel really comfortable. I'm not even being funny. You're right. If it would have been hot, I would have run away. I don't know what I would have done. Right? So then... Were you like telling jokes through all of this? Ish. He didn't really have a good sense of humor. Not that he was serious, but I tried telling jokes and he just wouldn't get it. Wasn't reacting. Yeah. Yeah. More like he was dumb, not because he was serious. Right? (laughs) So uh, he does the caliper. Then he goes, okay, well, just uh, take your shirt off and then meet me in the – he tells me where, like, the, the tub of water is, right? Yeah. So I take my shirt off. I have to bring my towel with me, right? Mike, listen, I have to walk through the entire, like, fitness center with my shirt off, okay, yeah. up to this tub, up these stairs, right? I go in there. And have you, have you ever done anything like this before? It's very interesting, actually. So no, it's a, it looks like basically like a giant hot tub, essentially, but with no seats or anything, okay? But it's, it's big. And there is a giant metal, like, chair hanging by a chain in the water, mm-hmm. okay? And he goes, okay, get in. The water's 90 degrees, so the water was very comfortable, right? And I get in, and he goes, now you have to sit in this metal chair, but... You have to. He's all. You have to make sure that your butt is against the seat. Like even if you have to pull it up to the forces your butt. I don't know why. You have to make sure that your butt is in the seat. Okay. Which I think when you're as fat as I am, fat floats. So it was very hard. Like I kept floating out of the seat. So I had to like pull my. They're like that was the hardest part, right? Then he says, "Okay, when I tell you to." You have to dunk your entire head underwater and just blow all the air out, okay? So there's no air in your body, and then sit like that until I knock on the um, the the um, tank, yeah. Well, here's the deal. When you're super fat like me, and you have to bend over, it, it's not that it, to, to, to be able to dunk my head in the water, like I had to do some serious bending. I started, I had to do it five times, Mike Lawson. The first yeah. second, the first one or two times were fine. By the third time, I was getting like a cramp that like was hurting me like nobody. Where I had like at one point, like st- I stuck my head out just in time before I even knocked because like the cramp was so bad I was going to scream. Mm. Um, but I did it five times. I got my result. I'll talk about it in the Pig Crew episode two. Here's you what get I, your results immediately. Immediate. Well, he yeah, he has to put him the numbers and he gives them to you. Yeah. right? Yeah, and um. What's funny is the, it, it, the 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 numbers were both not depressing coming to lose weight, but also like strangely um, informative because you know the hydrostatic water testing, the body fat testing, is the most accurate way of doing it. Okay, and what I learned whenever you see these charts, okay, I will tell you this: whenever you see those charts. Like it says that my, for my height, which is five foot seven, I'm supposed to weigh between one thirty five and one fifty five. Anything that I'm overweight, right? Yeah. I already know this from the hydrostatic body fat testing. A hundred and sixty six pounds of my weight is pure muscle and bone. So that means if I were to get, which makes a lot of sense, I'll tell you why in a second. If I were to get to like 166, I would be 0% body fat. But according to, if I didn't lose any muscle, uh, if according to those charts, I would be overweight. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it shows you how those charts are just outdated and wrong. But what's funny is, it reminds me though, when I was in college, 
uh, I got to like 155, and people were telling me that I looked ill. And I was thinking, like, well, no, this is according to you know the charts. I'm I'm right at the tip of being overweight, but it makes sense because it's just I don't know. That's just the way my body is composed. So those charts, if you have those, don't listen to those charts. Go get this. Find a place that does these this water body fat testing and go and get that done. Thank you. Uh, is uh, Lori gonna get this done too, or did you? Oh, she it? is. Um, I uh, she's been dragging her feet on getting the. She hasn't even made the appointment yet. And I keep going, make the appointment, make the appointment. And I'm like, because I'm here's the deal. I'm paying for it. I'm gonna take her and be there with her. But she just she's just dragging her feet. But I will fucking I'll make the goddamn appointment and I will fucking drag her ass there. She's gonna get this done. Thank okay. you. Cool. Um, What's going I, on with you? So is the fat crew pig crew? crew? What's the it pig called? crew? The pig crew. Is it worth listening to? <laughs> I, I, Should, would I have to watch the show? No, you don't have to watch the show at all. No, 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 no. No, you don't have to watch okay. the show at all. Um, I, I just don't feel like I have no, that no, 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 no. Like, like most of our shows, the show is secondary to uh, to that. Anyway, Luke Stamen says having to walk through a room full of polo players shirtless is something I think I've literally had nightmares about. Yeah, well, yeah. Welcome to my nightmare. I did go. This is a a weird small personal story. Uh, a buddy of mine from work. Mm-hmm. Um won a gym membership at my gym Mm -hmm. for six months okay so we've started going regularly together Mm -hmm. um and two things one we went to a yoga class and he i it's (laughs) i i knew he had something up with his feet because we've talked before how like he had to see a doctor to get like his nails clipped. Oh my okay? gosh! Okay. Yeah, like something serious. Uh-huh. But Joey, I saw his his feet. Oh my god! I would have never guessed he was dealing with what he was dealing with. Like I've known him for years, and well, this was well, the first time I ever. Well, they were like all out of shape, but then like, man, just colors I've never seen on toes before. Okay, we have like, to be careful because there are people that we know that have the same affliction. This was intense. Like. I just they just looked painful, but then also we went to a gym. One of our like uh, the we go to a chain of gyms, and only a couple of them have swimming pools and or saunas. So we went to one with a sauna. So we worked out, and then yeah. afterward, I was like, "I'm gonna sit in the sauna," and he's like, "You know what? I will too." So we both go in there, but like. I didn't. I don't know why I didn't think of this. Mm-hmm. I just got naked. I feel like you're naked in the sauna, right? I have a towel on. Well, yeah, 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 oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Me too. Okay, but naked. Mm-hmm. And he comes in and he's like in his shorts. And I mean, he. I. It just was weird. No, no, no. One hundred percent towel. I'm sitting there naked now with like my coworker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It was just awkward. But then Joey, this hot man, came in and sat between us mm-hmm. uh, because of like the bench situation. He, mm-hmm. the, long story, but mm-hmm. he sat between us, mm-hmm. um, and both of us were kind of like angling for it. But neither, we both walked away without anything. So I'm going to tell you something. The biggest regret. I don't know what the fuck wrong. I think I've talked about this on the show fairly recently. Cause I think you said worst gay guy ever was. I used to belong to this swanky gym. Yeah. And I guess I didn't realize I was cuter than I was because two times that I can remember, guys openly 
hit on me in the showers or saunas, right? Openly, yeah. like not even like a doubt. I, there was one where I was, this place had like private showers and um, I looked across and a guy was staring at me and soaping up and doing his, playing with his junk, right? And looking at me and I was just yeah. like, oh, and just like <laughs> ran away. Then the uh, other I time, gotta go. Yeah. Then the other time was the way this place was situated was the hot tub was in viewing distance of the steam room. Okay, so like in other words, if I'm sitting in the hot tub, I can through the, my peripheral vision see the door to the steam room. And so I'm sitting in the hot tub. I don't know why, because that wasn't very me, but I was sitting in the hot tub, and I see my peripheral vision. There's nobody. It's like a, it's it's late at the gym. There's a guy, kind of like Christopher Maloney from Law and Order, yeah. And he's standing at the door of the uh, steam room, looking at me, and um, he's again playing with his junk in the steam room like basically you know come hither into the steam room and i just turned around like just turned my head to look straight ahead and i just ignored it i mean hooking up in the gym is not hot to me i understand it's some people's thing but like when you're look when there's like handsome men that are naked in front of you like i you- will say with this steam room at this gym if you want to yeah. hook it was almost built for it because um, you could see out very easily, and it was yeah. in the back in the corner, but it was you couldn't see in very easily from the outside, but you could see out from the seam room. Yeah, because so, it was dark in there. Yeah, so if you wanted to hook up and you were alone, you could easily see if someone was coming and totally fix your, stop. you know, yeah. stop, you know? And so I was totally safe, but it was just, yeah. But I, so I, I would have done you. it. I would, now I, now I would have been like, I'll be back. I say that, and then I run away, you know? Yeah. Um, same. <laughs> I think I'm just going to try to be better at that. Like accepting what's coming at me. Like mm-hmm. if somebody wants to talk to me, I'm going to try to talk to them. Mm-hmm. And that's not just like, oh, this guy's cruising me. Just like if, I don't know, someone on the train is like trying to be a nice person, I'm going to try to accept that. Yeah, That's my new thing. Mm-hmm. New year, new me. New year, new you. I hate that. Um, what's Do you have anything going on next week? Going on next week. Um, Bunch of podcasting shit, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot of podcasting. Dragging Lori to go get her body fat tested. Uh, no, no. Oh, you know, I'm going to see a friend. Oh, I actually have a lot going on next week. I'm going to see Chris and Mercedes. Uh, we're going to have dinner. We're going to, in theory, check in about that cleanse I'm supposed to have started last Monday, but I haven't started yet. Uh, then Wednesday, I'm Oh, Wednesday, I'm going to see Danny. We'll see how this... Oh, that's one thing we didn't talk about. Sorry. And you and I have only briefly talked about it. So I was driving around a couple of weeks ago, and you know about this guy, I told you. And I was like, you know what? I never call Danny. I'm going to call Danny, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I call him. He's clearly smoking cock, because every time he answers me, he's like, uh, yeah, hold. Oh, really? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I could do it. But Mike Lawson, so fucking boring. I was like, yeah. oh, God, I can't. I can't. So boring. And I'm trying to have a conversation with him, and he's just like, yeah. No. Because he's so high. And I was like, oh, this is why he's boring. And he's like, uh-huh. Cool. And then I remember I kept asking him some question, but he wouldn't give me an answer. And it was like an innocuous question, like, uh, oh, do you have breakfast or something like that, right? He's all like. What do you mean by breakfast? It goes like that. And I was like, okay, okay, I can't, I can't, right? And I hung up and I called you. I said, no, I'm so done. So we'll see how Wednesday is at monthly queer traffic. I'm going to that. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. And then, oh, oh, I, I should tell you though, like, 
I think this it's a little bit challenging, but I think it's a good challenging for you. Yeah, well, we'll see. Like, just be boring for a little bit. Like, go hang out with somebody and not talk. Now, I might get Give tro- it a try. <laughs> I'll give it a try. We'll have a report next time. Just shut up, Joe. I know. Try. We'll give it a try. Uh, oh, here's another thing, too. And I can't say too much. I know I'll get in trouble with Lori. If you live in the Los Angeles area, I'll say this. I think Lori won't mind if I say this. If you live in the Los Angeles area on Thursday, January... Let's see here. Oh, tomorrow's actually Danny's birthday. Uh, on thir- on January 16th of 2020, uh, at Oino Vino uh, in Los Angeles, a comedy, small comedy club that Lori does a show at on every Thursday. If you live in the Los Angeles area, hint from Joe, there's going to be a surprise guest that you're going to want to check out. That's all I'm going to say. And that means cool. off the air, I'll say who it is. Cool. So, uh, Oino Vino this Thursday, but they're not allowed to promote it on social media. So, uh, I'm just saying you may want to go to this show on Thursday. That's all I'm saying. Uh, and then I'm, so I'm going to go to that. And also Joe and Lori signing because I'll be there to, at that show. And then uh, after that, I think I don't have any other plans. What about you, Mike Lawson? Um, a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Uh, work shit. I got a... Shh, 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 shh. Yeah, you know what? Nothing that I want to talk about. <laughs> like, boring stuff. Um, okay. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah, I'll tell you this on the air. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> sounds good, Mike Lawson. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you more next week. Le- all or, right. Yeah, next yeah, week. Whatever. We record every week. So, yeah, next week. Nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.